Shalom Aleichem, Shavua Tov to all of you listeners of this great station, uh, Jerut, the station that broadcasts only Divrei Torah, Divrei Musar, Divrei Orerut, Divrei Alacha, and of course, religious music. This is Rabbi Alvaz from SLC. I'm going to be talking about the parasha, the first passage of the parasha we read yesterday. The the parasha, the first part speaks about the menorah. Now, the uh, the passage that was uh, just before the parasha of the menorah, which that was the end of last week's parashat Naso, was talking about the korban, the offering of the nisi'im, the princes, the head of tribes. This was the uh, first day of the inauguration of the altar, Hanukkah Mizbeah. And each nasi, each head of a tribe, was bringing an offering into it. Uh, this offering by no means was uh, inexpensive. It was, it was quite a bit involved. But they did. And all 12 tribes brought the offering. One tribe that didn't was Shebet Levi. We're going to see in a minute what's happening with that. First, I'd like to discuss a midrash that says the following. It says, When Aharon HaKohen, when he saw 11 tribes bring the korbanot and Shebet Ephraim bring also the korban, then he felt bad. Now, what does it say when he saw the 11 tribes and Shebet Ephraim? What does he say? He saw 11 tribes bringing in, and uh, that's it, Halshadato, why Shebet Ephraim was singled out from the 12. So there's, there's two answers to this. First of all, at the very beginning, Arona Cohen, when he saw on Sunday was the first time that they, they brought the korbanot. He thought uh, it was a korban yahid, meaning an individual korban. Individual korban, it's not so bad. Anybody can bring a korban. It was not a korban sibur. This is what he thought at the beginning. But then, the seventh day, which was Shabbat, that was the turn of Shevet Ephraim. On Shabbat, they don't, you didn't bring korban yahid. So it must have been a korban sibur, a public korban. So in that case, that's hal shadato. Now he sees, hey, this is not korban yahid, korban sibur. And they were not included. Hal shadato. He felt bad. Another reason is the following. Why Shabbat Ephraim was singled out? We, we know that at all times, whatever the case is, you always have only 12 tribes. So sometimes you have Ephraim and Menashe take two tribes, part of the 12 tribes. So when you do have Ephraim and Menashe, Levi is out. Otherwise it will be 13. So there were many things like the Galim, the flags, for example, the, uh, the insignia, the emblems, you know, the Nahala. 
the, the inheritance and so on, was the 12th tribe, Ephraim Menashe. The minute you include Ephraim Menashe in the 12 tribes, then you know Levi is out. In case the 12th tribe include Levi, then Ephraim and Menashe together is out. It'll be just one, Yosef. So when Aaron Cohen saw on the seventh day that Ephraim was bringing the Korban, he realized immediately, if Ephraim is counted in, then Levi is out. Aaron Cohen is from Shevet Levi. So he felt bad. Hal Shadato. Uh, he felt weak. He didn't feel good about it. Now, we do learn some lessons from this. First lesson is the following. Aharon Cohen he loved to participate in Avodat Hashem. It's a very, it's a big mistake when it comes to Avodat Hashem Anything that has to do with worshiping Kadosh Baruch Hu, building a synagogue, teaching Torah, building a yeshiva, a person should have that kind of a love in Avodat Hashem. Aharon Cohen, despite the fact that these offerings were not cheap, they were expensive, that didn't bother him. He wanted to participate. Let me give you an example. Suppose you were invited to a parlor meeting, and at that parlor meeting, there was this great Rosh Shiva from Eretz Yisrael that was coming and giving a pep talk. Right, some 25, 30 people would be there. And you could not make it. That evening, you could not make it. You, could, yeah, you had other obligations. In the meantime, this Shiva was a, a tremendous, eloquent orator. He made a terrific speech, terrific impression on the people. He really moved them. He, 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 he touched a soft point in their heart. And he asked everyone to donate, to contribute $10,000. We're not about $101,000, over $10,000. Everyone gave Next day, this man that was supposed to be there but couldn't make it, he, made an, he met another man that was there. He asked him, you know, what happened? So he told him, you know, everybody had, you know, we had to give $10,000. We contributed to it. Now, this man that wasn't there, what do you think he would be thinking in his mind? Would he be saying, oh, I wish I was there. I would readily give the money. Or, huh, thank God I wasn't there. <laughs> I was spared from giving $10,000. <laughs> Which way is it going to be? Aharona to Akohen, he took the first one. He wanted to contribute. It was a big, expensive gift that doesn't matter. He wanted to. That is one thing that we learn from it. That's a lesson we learn. Love in Avodat Hashem. Second is, and I'm going to uh, spend a few minutes on this, 
and the 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 mida of anava the mida of anava humility pirkeavot says to us they are whoever has three things is mitalmidav shel abraham avinu kol sheyesh biyado shelosha devarim ele certain three midot three virtues he is from the talmidim of abraham avinu he's a follower of abraham avinu he's a good man a good jew what are these ayin tova a positive eye ruah nemucha a very modest person nefesh shefala meaning a person who does not look into all kinds of of heights and luxuries and 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 palaces and and what have you he is happy with what he has be it poor or rich he's happy all these three things have to do somewhat with modesty with humility obviously a person who is mistapek bimuat that's the third mida nefesh fala is a is a man of of uh, modesty ruhani mukha that means he's uh, he has modesty in himself ayn tova positive eye meaning that he always looks at the positive part of it is anam this man a friend of his has a, a palace the other one owns a business that's that's 100 million dollars uh, allah ma okay god bless him anava anava is a great virtue and we see that in two places in this week's parasha the parasha we read yesterday one has to do with abraham avinu uh, with excuse me one has to do with aharon akohen one has to do with eldad umedad as i'm going to explain when aharon akohen realized that he was not included did he start saying hey, wait a minute what those people are better than me who are they i'm aharon akohen the great guy I'm the Kohen Gadol. Shevet Levi was chosen to do the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're not included? <laughs> no. That is not what he said. What did he say? Ulai Hashem lo baharbi. Maybe I'm not really ra'uy. I'm not fit. I'm not proper. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not chose me. That's, that's how he felt. That was why? It's his modesty. He didn't hang it on the others. Eh? He blamed on himself. Maybe he's not Raoui. Maybe he's not the proper person to be chosen by Hashem. Aharon, Hakohen, was a tzaddik. He felt bad that, for the fact that he did not participate with the others. Okay. So the, this, again, we see how we have a, this midah, uh, virtue of anava, which is great. Eldad Umedad. What happened with Eldad Umedad? Many people read that uh, 
almost close to the last portion of yesterday's parasha, but they they don't understand exactly what was happening. What happened was it started with the Erev Rav, the mixed multitude, the Egyptians that came out with the uh, with the Jews. Okay, they they had a craving, tremendous craving. They wanted meat. They wanted meat. Zachanut Oh, remember the fish that we had? The melon, the watermelon, the, the this that. Yeah, what do you mean? As that she says, even Tevin, even straw they wouldn't give them. Towards the end of the time, you go and pick your own straw and make the bricks with it. It's just a, a way of Litonen to complain. But Moshe Rabbeinu at this point couldn't take it any longer. He said, Why, why, why are you doing all this thing here? He says, he asked Hashem two things. It's number one. I gave birth to all these people here. They want meat. I can't give it to them. Where am I going to get it from? You should, you know, this is the, the charge of Hashem. Secondly, he says, look, I cannot any longer take leadership by myself alone. On these 600 people, 600,000 people with their, uh, uh, wives and children and everything else. I, I, can't, I cannot take charge any longer. I need help. No, Hashem told him, don't worry about it. As far as, far as the meat is concerned, don't worry. They'll have plenty. And Hashem brought the, the quails. And they had all they wanted. For the second question, that he needs people to help him. So he said to him, take Shiv'im Zekinim, take 70 elders. Take him out, bring him to the oil mine from the camp. In other words, Hashem is going to take some of the spirit of Moshe Rabbeinu and is going to distribute it among all the 70 elders. Now, as, as uh, Rashi points out with the Midrash, this doesn't mean that the uh, spirit, the Ruach, according to the Nevoah of Moshe Rabbeinu, was going to be any decrease, even one iota. It wouldn't be. Uh, it, it, it says it's, it's like a, if I have a, a lit candle and you bring me a hundred candles that, that I want to lit them from this candle, all these hundred candles will be lit and still the original candle didn't lose anything. It was the same. Same as before. That was the same with Moshe Rabbeinu. It stays the same. Okay, but now Moshe Rabbeinu had the dilemma. What's he going to He needs 70 people, but there are 12 tribes. If you take five people from each Shevet, that would be 60. No good. If he takes six people, that would be 72. Well, it's close, but still too, too, too much. So how did he resolve this problem? Well, he took 70 pieces of paper and another two, okay? On 70 of them, he wrote 
zaken, meaning it will be accepted as one of the 70 people that will have the nevuah. On the other two, he left blank, which means they will not be counted. So whichever tribe, whichever shevet those two will be, well, look, they drew a lot, then they won't participate. The other five will participate. What happened was then that Eldad Omedad were also part of those 72 people. And they did not, they stayed in the camp. They didn't go to the voting with the others. And what happened is those that did go to the voting, they opened up all the papers and they found out they had 68 that were Zaken, meaning to be included, and two that were blank. Which means that Eldat Umedan, their paper had Zaken in it. Because it was 70, only 68. But they did not go. They did not participate. Why didn't? They said to themselves, as the Midrash says, we're not Ra'ui. Perhaps we're not Ra'ui. We really are not uh, fit to have this job. And they figured if they stay out, so maybe they won't embarrass the other two that, that were from another Shebet. They'll take the other two. But that, it didn't work that way. The Torah says, They actually were part of the uh, 70 elders where it was written on it, Zaken. So they, that is the Midah of Anava. From here we learn this virtue. Maybe we're not Ra'ui, so they didn't want to be part of it. Maybe we're not really uh, uh, that great of a person so that we should accept the Nebuah. We should receive it. This is uh, similar to a Ma'aseh in the Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, it talks about uh, establishing a leap year. A leap year meaning a year that has Adar ve Adar, two months. Nowadays, we have a calendar. With our calendar, we don't have to worry about which which year is one Adar, which year is two Adars. We, have to, we follow the calendar. But in the time of the Mishnah, where Tam Rabban Gamliel, they didn't have the calendar then. So they established the leap year by getting hachamim together and they deliberate for a couple of hours to see whether certain factors that they have to consider, whether they are there or not. Uh, you know, they, they, they look at uh, certain uh, uh, produce that uh, should grow by a certain time and if it didn't grow yet, then that means it's not really time. You need to extend the winter period. Uh, and there are there certain factors that they were looking at in order to uh, uh, extend the year and make it 13 months instead of 12 months. Incidentally, uh, the, 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 uh, the Halakha says that a king... 
and the Kohen Gadol should not participate in these deliberations. Why? Because they sort of what they call Ishlahim Negi'ut Badavar. They're biased. A king would rather have 12 months here because if there's 13 months, then he has to pay his soldiers an extra month. So being biased, they, do, they would not include him. Or a Kohen Gadol, why? Because a Kohen Gadol is the other way. He would love to extend it. Why? Because at that time, he, he doesn't want to be a, a, at a time where it would be very cold. Okay. He, he, he would like to have it actually, you know, uh, during the summertime. So see, he, he, same thing with, with the king. He wants to have it when it's warm. You extend it, goes into the winter. He didn't want that. So why? On Yom Kippur, he has to take baths. Several times. And if it's cold, then he's not comfortable. So he's a somewhat biased. So therefore, they had regular Talmidei HaChamim. But the halakha is only those that are Muzmanim can sit during the deliberations. Meaning, whoever is going to be there and talking about this leap year has to be invited first. He has to be invited to be there. If he's not invited, he's not supposed to be there. They have to be Muslimim. So one time, Rabbi Gamliel told his uh, shamash, go ahead and get me seven people. Invite them. He did. Next morning, he finds out there were not seven people, there were eight people. Oh. So he said, whoever is not Muslim, please stand up and leave. Who stood up? Shemuel Akatan says the Gemara. Shemuel Akatan. He says, I am not, I was not Muslim. But I came not because of deliberations. I came here in order to learn how this whole process is going to go. I want to learn. He told him, look, uh, that's very nice of you and everything else. However, the halacha is Yatubi Muzman. The Gemara continues. It was not Shemuel Katan that was not invited. He was invited. It was somebody else. But he immediately stood up in order not to embarrass the other one that was not invited. This is what we call pure anava, love for the other. And even sometimes like the Shotrim, the Shotrim that were in Egypt, uh, they, they were supposed to uh, supervise over the regular servants, the Abadim there, and the Abadim did not uh, filled the, the, the quota that they had. So what happened? Vayuku Ashotrim, the Shotim, they took it on uh, on themselves. They, they made, the Egyptians will come and they will uh, they will they will hit them. They'll flog them. But that's why when it came to the Zekanim, seventy Zekanim, the Torah says, I want seventy Zekanim Ashotrim. I want those 
that, 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 that suffered because of the others, I want him to be part of the Zekinim. Love for the other. Being modest. This is one of a great midot that the person, a Jew, should have. And this is why we many, many times, even the, uh, you know, it says, me'ot, me'ot, adam a person should really try uh, to be anav, even though in other midot, a person should follow somewhat of a middle course. When anava, it doesn't hurt if a person tries to be anav all the time. Yiratzon, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should help us at all times to, sh- to learn this mitzvah of modesty and humility, uh, and especially Talmid uh, Hacham, uh, should give the example to the others. And Be'ezat Hashem, this will increase shalom in the world, shalom in Bnei Israel. Bring us our Mashiach Sitkenu, amen. Please, Rabotai, don't forget this station. It's a great station. And uh, uh, please try to make an effort. Send your contributions. It'll be very, you know, it's very, very necessary. We only live by your contributions. At the same time, if you have any Simha Rabotai, you can contact us at SLC. We have a beautiful hall. We'll be able to accommodate any Simha that you have, be it a Brit Milah, Bar Mitzvah, or wedding. Shalom, Shavuatov.